Boomer in the Morning is on right now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan, Calgary. This hour of the show brought to you by Spruce It Up Garden Center, your one-stop shop for the best plants, trees, pots, and decor, and the greenest grass. Spruce it up, green it up, prune it up. Mm. They got you covered. Vladdy took a little one-hopper off the uh, infield grass last night. You see that? Picked her clean. I thought this Chapman, I thought he was a good, I thought he was one of the third best third baseman in the game. You know how good he is? You, you want, get it there? You, you wanted to showcase Vlad's flexibility. You want to get it there, uh, Chapman, or what? Chappy? Uh The Blue Jays, 2-1 victory over the New York Yankees. Toit. It was very tight. Loaded bases, final at bat, right down to it. Yankees had plenty of opportunity, stranded runners. Nonetheless, the Jays get the victory. This man was all over it. Ben Wagner, play-by-play voice of the Blue Jays. Uh, Benny, good to talk to you. Uh, we, we mentioned it earlier. I, I, you'll have the number. These high-leverage, these one-run games, it, there's no shortage of drama, albeit that April and May, but there's been some uh, right to the finish, good to the last drop. Why salt the road when you can drive on black ice? Here we go. Yeah, that's right. Another one last night. Another one. 16 wins, and there have been 13 save opportunities for the Toronto Blue Jays. Jordan Romano has 12 of them to lead Major League Baseball. I mean, that's the kind of wild ride that uh, every game has been to the finish. And it's fun. I mean, it's fun, but it would be nice to, to limit kind of that high leverage um, and there's a couple of ways we can look at that, right? Where Jordan Romano doesn't have to usually flirt above that 20 pitch mark. I think he did last night for the third time this season. But his his innings are usually efficient. And uh, but but man, you know the Yankees, the situation. It's early. It's a huge stretch of baseball, 20 in a row that will finally come to a close on Monday when they get the off day. But guess what? You turn around and you face the Yankees again. And so far, the Angels have been really good. That's another team that's looming on the schedule. Uh, there's there's really been no let-up at the start of the season for the Blue Jays whatsoever. But the good news is, as we continue to talk about it, they're still winning games. Man, and, and they have not been hitting that well. I think with runners in scoring position, one of the worst teams in baseball, uh, they have gotten through this 16-game stretch, the gauntlet against only the Sox, Astros, and Yankees with a mark of 10-6, and six, and they haven't hit that well. I mean, this is, I guess, what, a tip of the cap to the bullpen and also a nod that um, th- things won't always be this tight. They are going to see this offense finally click, start clicking. They will. They will. It'll eventually get there. It's going to get longer with Teoscar Hernandez jumping into that lineup tonight in Cleveland as well. Um, it, it's going to happen. It's it's just going to happen. They're just too good. I know a couple of guys, you know, you can point out, like Matt Chapman has a lot of swing and miss in his game. Um, you, you know, Bo airs it out sometimes, and he's really streaky. Lourdes Gurriel Jr., the first couple of years, he was in the major leagues, extremely streaky, but he has been a totally different guy. A totally different guy. I'm I'm comfortable removing the Lourdes is really streaky label right now because of what we have seen from him going back to late June, definitely from July on to this point in the year. I mean, he's really been consistent in making contact. So uh, this is a lineup that 
certainly you're you're kind of worried about because you haven't seen the production because the production hasn't come in the most glaring situations and that's with runners in scoring position and you're right Pender they're last in major league baseball with runners in scoring position Jeez. and it it doesn't it doesn't take plugging a gap you know to turn that around you just need a blue pit uh, at this point and uh, you, I think people become really concerned and I and I watch the social media and I see the reactions too where you get a Vlad leadoff double and Vlad never leaves second base. You know, those are the frustrating moments, especially in the middle part of a tight game <laughs> where you know now that every ball game is going to be tight. But this is, uh, it's, again, it's a lineup that nobody is pushing the panic button on whatsoever. And I talked about bow and fastballs and the, the, the fact that the league has kind of found a little bit of a hole. And I heard Dante Bichette talking about uh, how how Bo felt that back shoulder was dipping a little bit, and they've identified that. And he's he's making contact, he's making hard contact, and that's you know that's a moniker that you can apply to a couple of different guys on how close they are to really breaking out of this thing. And let's not let's give credit yes to the bullpen, absolutely, um, they have been outstanding, and that's one of the things Ross Atkins told me about when I had him on the air a couple of days ago. Uh, just how pleased the organization is with the bullpen overall. It's not complete. It's definitely not complete. And if this thing is rolling the way it should, they'll look to improve it. But given the circumstances and everything, uh, they're really pleased with that bullpen. The next step, though, that I that I like to bring up, too, is they faced a lot of good pitching. <laughs> good teams also bring in good pitching, and that's why you have a lot of, t- a lot of tight games. And uh, Houston's rotation has been outstanding. Uh, there have been some some really solid Boston starts against the Blue Jays. Uh, I, I still cannot make out what the Boston Red Sox are. I mean, they coughed it up late last night again. Um, they, they, they've got major, major problems in Boston right now. And, and it goes beyond their bullpen. Their, their lineup has some major issues in it, too. But good news for the Blue Jays. But, again, they have, they have definitely faced some very, 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 very difficult uh, pitching this season, too. Read the read the tea leaves for us for Teoscar Hernandez, who went down to, to get some rehab work at Single A Dunedin. They don't play Mondays there, I don't believe, but it's two days in a row. He had a home run in his first at bat. When could we see him? Could it be this series in Cleveland? Tonight, I think you can see him tonight. If if he if he checked out and I did not uh, have an uh, opportunity to talk to anybody about his performance last night, and performance is also how he wakes up and feels today so um you're right they're off on monday minor leagues are off on monday all across the board so rehabs have to start on tuesday they wanted to give him a couple of games and a couple of games if it's good enough if he feels fine he wakes up this morning gets on a plane and lands in cleveland it is in the lineup tonight for charlie montoya that's how quickly this thing can can get to oscar hernandez back if he's a little bit sore maybe you give him an maybe give him an off day and and what about Danny Jansen who was pulling w, double duty? He's been catching bullpens, but also is the bullpen <laughs> catcher because they've had what a first base coach and a third base coach uh, with COVID protocols. All of a sudden, everyone had to shuffle up, and there he was in, the, in warming up relievers in the bullpen. He's got to be close. Yeah, he's he's much closer than uh, probably ten days ago. The Blue Jays thought Danny Jansen would factor into this thing. He can squat. He's not. Um, he's still being a little cautious, you know, from the from the side to side movement. You know, while he's doing double duty, it's it's pretty easy to put the glove up and, and just catch some balls. You know, he's not down blocking. And when Jano gets back in there, he's going to be paired with guys, you know, that he'll have to get behind the plate and block a little bit. And um, th- that's going to be the major test. Like Kikuchi and, and those guys, you know, with the splits, 
and 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 I think I think he's probably a guy that they target at the end of this road trip. You know, so Blue Jays started a ten day ten game road trip with a couple of off days in the middle of there. So we're still a couple of weeks away from seeing Danny Jansen back in the lineup. Uh, just while we're on the, the news round, I'm sorry, do you know, uh, arms, Ryu Pearson, and, uh, I, I guess Biggio is a guy that theoretically could contribute at some point here. The, all there's updates there on all three as well. Yeah. I think Kevin's going to go to AAA and get, get some significant at bats, make sure that body's going to bounce back. And with COVID, you know, you, you never know, you never know. We've not been told that, that Kevin had a positive test at, at all, but, um, you know, he sits there on the restricted list right now. He was around the ball club. Uh, and he missed some significant time here. So, and and you know what? Maybe pushing the pause button for Kevin might might be a good thing at the end of this, where you can go to AAA Buffalo. There's really no clock to get him back, which is really good news for the Blue Jays. And when he's ready, uh, the body will tell Kevin he's ready, and the Blue Jays will obviously see it too. And hopefully, there's some production that comes along with it. Um, Nate Pearson is going to build back up, and you know, for a guy that's I think the bullpen was like 25 pitches the other day at Rogers Center. They brought him up here. They, you know, he looks healthy, but it's a it's a complete redo. And then for Hyunjin Ryu, it's going to be what I understand to be a couple, at least a couple, of minor league rehab starts. And the first one starts on Saturday. And if Ross Stripling continues to throw the way that he's thrown, you're you're pretty comfortable with that right now. If he can give you four or five, and boy. Um, Yusei Kikuchi brought an arsenal last night to the mound that is really encouraging. And if he, if he commits to throwing less of those cutter sliders, and I know they, they, they talked about on the broadcast last night, um, the harder cutter turning into a slider, but the weapon is that splitter. Good Lord. I mean, that thing was nasty last night. And if you've got 97 in the tank from the left side, with a splitter, he becomes one of the rare pitchers in the game with that arsenal from the left side of the plate. I mean, that 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 right there could be, if he, if you say Kikuchi needs any indicator of, hey, look what you did when you did this and got results and did it against that New York Yankee lineup that was just absolutely white hot rolling into Rogers Center and didn't look like they were going to slow down for two nights, you absolutely paralyzed them. And I think that's, that's a really good indicator for Kikuchi and and for Blue Jay fans to look and say, you know what, this is a work in progress, and you saw a massive st- even further even further than the Boston start, uh, you saw that return from Yusei Kikuchi last night. Ben, appreciate your time. Much like uh, Bo Bichette, we we really feel like you are rounding into midseason form. Hmm. Not not that it, not not that you were shaky or anything, but you know you ironed some things out. Oh, short shot, wow. kind of a short spring training. It was yeah. it kind of popped on everybody. I we just couldn't be uh, couldn't be See, more I happy think you've with been, your performance. I thought you've been Gosman all year. This that's that's stunning. I feel oh like yeah. Shot. Well, can the streak continue next week? That's the big question. There you go. We have faith. We'll try. Yeah, we have belief. You we'll just, try. Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> just get your mouth in front of the mic or whatever the bat on the ball, whatever analogy you want to use. But we appreciate you. Always good to talk to you, man. We'll uh, catch up in a week. Thanks. Great chat. See you then. See you, man. Ben Wagner, radio play-by-play voice of the Blue Jays. Yeah, last in Major League Baseball in uh, runners of scoring. uh, Yeah, they're not going to win this percentage of one-run games, but the silver lining is they shouldn't be playing in this many. They should be blowing some teams out. And Tay Oscar coming back is going to help a ton. A little more insulation for Vladdy in terms of yeah, you're gonna have to pitch to this guy, not just 
walk them or throw junk, make them chase stuff out of the zone. Like they, they could use a little more length in the middle of that lineup there. Breaking here, coming back, friend of the show. So much focus on goaltending in the playoffs. We saw another e-bug throwing his gear on last night in Carolina. We saw one pop up with the Anaheim Ducks at the end of the regular season. <sighs> Brent Cron, former Dallas star, former Calgary Flame. Who better than Croner to come on and give some perspective for this game tonight in this series? I can't think of anybody. With all the... Um, Be nice. With all the... Brent Cron coming up. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Away, fifth Street Southwest shut down between Fourth and Seventh Avenues. It's because of a film project. You'll find detours in place eastbound and westbound Fourth and Fifth Avenues are moving slower because drivers have no access to southbound Fifth Street. You can re-access it after Eighth Avenue once you get across that C train line on another route. In the City News 660 Traffic Center, I'm Tanya Blakeney. The gold standard is one thing, but Craftsman Collision sets the aluminum standard by being Ford Aluminum Certified at all 43 locations. Craftsman Collision Air Miles and Bigger Smiles. Hi, Calgary. This is Mike McManus from South Trail Chrysler. It sure is great to be in the spring vibe and have our hockey team ready to tear up the playoffs. In the spirit of winning and good vibes, come to South Trail Chrysler. You've heard it everywhere. Most have no inventory, but we do. We can pay you more for your trade. Here at South Trail, we can do all of that. We do have a full lot. We do have a massive used car department ready to pay up. But more importantly, we have the best team in the city ready to give you the best experience. Check out our vibe at SouthTrailChrysler.com or on 130th Ave under the big Canadian flag. And go Calgary. Um, excuse me, Mother's Day is kind of imminent. But don't panic, we've got you at Real Canadian Superstore. Buy a PC Deluxe bouquet plus a box of lint chocolates and boom, $5 off your bill. Mom would be so proud. Save for real at Real Canadian Superstore. See flyer for details. IT support. Hi, our business is growing and we need to take advantage of the new technologies out there. Well, we only provide basic IT support. Is your current IT service provider holding you back? Calypso IT will help move your business forward. Calypso delivers innovative solutions for cybersecurity, network design, cloud solutions, Office 365, and more. It's time to partner with an IT provider that can execute your strategies for you. Calitso, C-A-L-I-T-S-O dot com. It's the biggest sale of the year, and it's now. Red Tag Days are back at the giant Country Hills Toyota. Order your Toyota now and get amazing special finance and lease rates with zero down and no payments until October 2022 OAC. And relief from current payments. Choose from over 480 incoming new Toyotas. Orders are being filled quickly. Plus, ask about lifetime free oil and filter changes. Don't miss Red Tag Days at the giant Country Hills Toyota. Hi, I'm Andrew Manjapani. Come shop where I shop at Country Hills Toyota. Hockey is Calgary's game. While you're tuned into Flamestock on your drive home, Pat Steinberg and Maddie Rose go inside hockey. Get the latest on the big headlines and all the breaking news from the National Hockey League. Brought to you by Calgary Co-op. With new product families, member rewards, and sale events, you'll find more quality, more savings in every department, every day at Calgary Co-op. All the inside buzz from around the league is on Inside Hockey. Right here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Baseball is back. Laddie's big night continues. Don't miss a moment of another big year for your Blue Jays. Step into the box and live stream the Jays anytime, anywhere, on any device thanks to SN Now. Plans starting from $14.99 a month. Visit snnow.ca. I'm Johnny Gaudreau. If you're busy, on the go, Hope Street is your armchair landlord. They'll help you find or rent a property and look after all screening and details. It's nice to have a good team on your side. Give them a call or visit hopestreet.ca. Check out hopestreet.ca. 
And tell him Johnny sent you. Sounds good. I can do that. Hopestreet.ca I'm Merle Coombs. Welcome to Spruce It Up, Calgary's largest full-service garden center. We have Calgary's largest selection of trees, shrubs, annuals, and perennials, and a huge tropical house. We have the best selection of pots, giftware, and home and garden decor. Want the greenest grass on the block? Green It Up lawn fertilizer is all you need. For your trees, our pruned up tree care division is the best in the biz. We got you looked after for all your landscaping needs with our landscape design and construction division. Spruce it up, green it up, prune it up. We got you covered. I'm Colin Gingell from Mercedes-Benz Country Hills. I remember growing up and I was having a pretty lousy day. I opened the door and the smell of fresh baked cookies greeted me. I walked into the kitchen and got the biggest hug from my mom. She just knew. In that moment, the world made sense again. May 8th is Mother's Day. Let's give our mothers the love they so richly deserve. Mercedes-Benz Country Hills, with immense gratitude for moms still with us and those that have left us too soon. Passionate about Popeye's legendary chicken sandwich? It's time to take your love affair to the next level. Say hello to the all-new Deluxe Chicken Sandwich. Everything that won your heart in the first place. The juicy chicken breast filet, buttery toasted brioche bun, and the crisp barrel-cured pickles, now topped off with fresh lettuce and ripe tomato. Enjoy it classic or spicy for just $7.99 through delivery, drive through or pickup. Fall in love all over again. Get the new Deluxe Chicken Sandwich at Popeye's for just $7.99. Plus taxes. Price may vary on delivery. Love that chicken from Popeye's. At Calgary Co-op, we're all about barbecue brilliance. From the sizzle of an only Alberta top sirloin grilling steak to the crunch of a tangy kale Caesar salad with lemon zest to the rustle of Calangari's chickpea chips. Make today delicious with a little barbecue brilliance. Get grilling with Western Canadian whole pork tenderloin, just $4.49 a pound until Wednesday. Shop in-store or online today, only at your local Calgary Co-op. You're locked on Boomer in the Morning, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Calgary Flames game day, your game day sponsor, Country Hills Toyota. Yoda. Pre-order your new vehicle now from over 480 incoming Toyotas. Get $0 down, no payments until October 2022 OAC. Red tag days at the Giant. Country Hills. Toyota. Toyota. 8 o'clock, game two, Flames and Stars. That's tonight. This is the game day. That's right. <clears throat> Flames talk four, Flames warm up seven, Flames game eight. Feels like a lot of Flames, to be honest. Games? Just in general. It's like, mm. a lot of Steinberg, a lot of everything. Uh, our next guest. There's a few more goals. I said before the break, who better? A uh, a man who not only played for the Calgary Flames but also the Dallas Stars. He Did is, he play for the Flames? Absolutely. He is. Hi, Tinder. He is a former Flame. He is a first round draft pick. A former Dallas Star, and uh, to this point in my life, still the only man that I've ever golfed with while he was barefooted. He is the great Brent Cron, making Just his return splits. to the show. Brent, good morning. How are you? Morning, team. I'm doing fantastic. What? I love playoff hockey. Yes, you do. do. You? Yeah. We, uh, it's good to talk to you. What, uh, how you been? I haven't seen you. I haven't heard from you. Nothing. 
No, you know, I've been super busy. I'm in lovely Lloydminster, uh, Alberta, currently. Oh. Uh, I had to uh, watch the game in foreign ter- enemy territory, if you will, last night. A lot of Oilers jerseys, a lot of jean jackets, a lot of mustaches, okay. a lot of sleeveless shirts. Watch it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, you know, we... Uh, Bedazzled it, jeans. I, <laughs> it was it was awesome too. They were into it, and that first period, you know, everybody's kind of nervous in the restaurant. What's going to happen? How Smitty going to respond? And then uh, the others just kind of took right over, and that was the rest of the hockey game for the last yeah. two periods. What uh, what was the name of the establishment you were at? Well, I started at the Long Branch because I am staying here at the Travel Lodge today, Dean. It's got two water slides and two? a hot tub wow. all for myself. Yeah, yeah, big one too. It's actually massive. I went down there. I was the only one in it. Of course you were. And uh, took it for a test drive yeah. a couple times. Which Followed. which which one's better? Which uh, water slide one or two? Uh, well, it depends how you label them. I think one's kind of the entry level one. So what a mm. Uh, you know, it's a little bit lower to the ground, yeah, just so you don't yeah. get intimidated. You can warm yourself up. And then the one on the top, that's the one that you really want to go for. You got under your shoulder blades and your heels. Oh, yeah, dig them in. Yep. And if you've got a little bit of weight behind you, too, it's a bit of a slow start, but you can't stop what's coming at the end, right? <laughs> and, and, the, and the pool's got about, you know, 30 feet less water in the, in the, in the pool. Yeah, I was going to say, they'll time. fire the, ex- the, the garden hose in there today, fill that back up. <laughs> now, it's a good point you make, and I'm glad you bring it up. I don't think enough people do dig in. you got to dig in. Yeah, you got to go heels and shoulder blades. What if are you you're talking just, about? If you just, if, number one, if you sit up, you, you lose your privileges. You're dead just get off. <laughs> you, there's no need for you to be on the water slide whatsoever. If you lay down, that's fine, but you need to, you need to dig in. you got to arc your back. you got to get your heels and your shoulder blade, the tips of your shoulder blade, that can be the only four points of contact if you're going to do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Dean, and, and friction is not your friend on a water slide, right? No. Like, you, gotta, you know, you got to reduce the surface area. you got to tuck in, like you said, and you just got to hope for the best. I always get worried when I hit those turns, yeah. and it's an open-top water slide. I feel a lot more comfortable in a clo- enclosed tube because I always think I'm just going to get shot out at some point. And it uh, hasn't happened yet. I roll the dice every time, mm-hmm. but I tell you what, there's nothing that beats a good water slide. Boys, am I right? There is something about that uh, enclosed top where you're like, are they going to reroute this thing and I'm just going to go shooting into the parking lot in my suit here? Like, they could be really playing a mean trick on me. Leave the top open, not worried. <laughs> yeah, it's like a t-shirt cannon or something yeah, to go flying like where, where does this thing end? I don't trust this thing with, with the roof. Well, what, what do you guys think about closing your eyes on the water slide, too? Like, you ever do that? Like, you're kind of living dangerously, right? Like, you close your eyes, you don't know where you're going, you're going to swallow some water. Right, like you don't know what's going on there, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I do now. West Ed Mall. We we we're not. It's not. We we can't like anything Edmonton. That would be off brand. But I'll tell you what. They got some slides there. They got some water slides, and they go year round there, Brent. <laughs> They're inside. In the winter, you tell me the Edmonton winter, you can go water sliding. Inside, in the mall, you can go shopping, you can go have yourself a Boston Brute, head over to the water slides, whatever you want to do. Check out the sharks. You might, I'm just saying, Lloydminster to Calgary, if you don't turkey trail it, you can probably swing back through E-Town there and uh, maybe splurge. You know, treat yourself with a night at the uh, at West Ed Mall. You're one of those theme you rooms. Know. You could do like a Star Wars or May the 4th or just yesterday. Get in That's there, right, dude. Yeah. Let's go. Well, you know what? And to be honest, boys, every time I've been to the West Edmonton Mall, I've looked behind the glass longingly into the water park and wondered what would it, would it be like yeah. to be there. I've never been. But oh. having having this discussion, I don't think there's a whole lot of options here, fellas. I might have to make a quick little detour yeah. and go hop in the park. Yeah. Just don't tell your kids because they'll be heartbroken. If dad well, you know, went I to the water him park. In the pool yesterday. I FaceTimed in the pool yesterday. Oh, just so you know, they got back from school. What a great yeah. dad. 
You are a great, what a great dad. Dad of the year. <laughs> I said, hey, guys, yeah. there's something I need to tell you. Cannonball. So, hey, kids, I'm, I'm here in Disneyland. Just wanted to see how your homework's going. Uh, everything all right at home? <laughs> oh, poor kid. Yeah, dad's into the box of red wine here in Lloyd Minster, <laughs> living the high life. So... Yeah. Now uh, let, let's let's talk some hockey game two tonight. Flames take game one. It felt like it was a lot of flames, but despite that, a one nothing victory only. Flames have had. If you think back to the last time they played Dallas, they won game one. You go back to the Colorado series, they won game one. Things felt okay. Uh, how do you feel about this Flames iteration in this series after a game one win? Well, it feels different with this group with Daryl behind the bench. I think getting that that win right off the bat helps just confidence-wise, because it was an electric building like, like most NHL buildings, but Calgary's special. And to win that game and, and to, to win it by one goal on a close game, too, they came out with a lot of energy, and they just looked like they're, they're kind of in control here. Markstrom only had 16 shots. I always get worried about guys that, uh, or goalies that only have a few shots in a game, but he looked solid to me from start to finish. That Jake Oettinger with Dallas, he was, he was pretty solid as well. Uh, but having said that, this team just feels different. They don't feel like they're... they're they, they, they have their identity. They're not looking to the next person to make the move. Every, every person on that team is confident, and they, they know what their role is. And, you know, having Lucic out there kind of rolling around, banging a few people up, and Kachuk getting in people's faces, and he's fighting raffle and having a good time out there. Guys are smiling, having a good time. It was intense. But it looks like they're comfortable here. They're, they're, they want to be here, and they know what they're doing. And, and that first game, you know, you just got to get that first game out of the way. They got the win, and now, you know, it's on to the next one game at a time. But I, I have a lot of confidence in this team moving forward. I really do. The more I think about um, you as a black ace back in 04, if I'm, if I'm getting all the timelines right, is, like, mm-hmm. how terrified you must have been of Daryl Sutter. He didn't talk to me. You know, my job was basically, I, I, get to, I talk to the goalie coach, and he's like, you can kind of, like, th- that was the year, too, where I, would, I was on the ice practicing with the team. So, you know, Kipper would take what he needed, and then he'd get off the ice, and I'd get headshots for the rest of, rest of practice. Yeah. And, and, and work on backdoor one-timers with, uh, you know, with Dion Phaneuf and Christoph Oliwal, just wiring them in my face. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, you know, all, all my job was is to just not be seen, not be noticed, don't get in the way, don't be a distraction, just get in net. The only time Daryl did talk to me was uh, in the Stanley Cup final when they when Habby Bullen was playing goals. Like you got to try and you know, he wanted me to kind of play, study Habby Bullen and watch how he played and then play like that in practice. So, so the guys would, you know, I'm not that guy. I was never Habby Bullen. If I was playing like Habby Bullen, I'd be in the Tampa Bay net. But I didn't do a very good Habby Bullen impression. But that's it. Stayed out of the way. Didn't do much. Didn't. Uh, didn't cause any distractions except be one of the best practice players out there. That's all. So very terrified. That's how terrified. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? And I, I remember sitting there too. Like the first first game I got called. My my roommate for the first uh, first uh, series was Chris Simon, and I get in, and uh, and I'm just terrified. And there's nobody in the room, and I'm I'm just I had a long day of travel, and I'm just kind of you know wetting myself, and didn't want to sleep in the wrong bed, didn't want to upset the veteran, and. Anyway, I fell asleep in one of the office chairs because I was too scared to grab a bed. And the next morning, I get up and go for breakfast. And Chris Simon kind of puts his giant beer paws on my shoulder. Never met the guy. And he's like, Croner, he says, you know what, man? You had a long trip yesterday. He says, I don't sleep well at night. So, I, you know, we just gave you your own room just so you could sleep. And, like, what a great guy. And now yeah. you, have, you have all this, you know, mental makeup of how it's going to go. Daryl was great to me. I wasn't playing, so he didn't have to. You're locked on Boomer in the Morning. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Calgary Flames game day. Your game day sponsor, Country Hills Toyota. Yoda.
Pre-order your new vehicle now from over 480 incoming Toyotas. Get $0 down, no payments until October 2022 OAC. Red tag days at the giant Country Hills. Toyota. Toyota. 8 o'clock, game two, Flames and Stars. That's tonight. This is the game day. That's right. <clears throat> Flames talk four, Flames warm up seven, Flames game eight. Feels like a lot of Flames, to be honest. Games? Just in general. It's a lot, mm. a lot of Steinberg, a lot of everything. Uh, our next guest. There's a few more goals. I said before the break, who better? The, a, uh, a man who not only played for the Calgary Flames, but also the Dallas Stars. He Did is, he play for the Flames? Absolutely. He is Why, a, Tinder? He is a former Flame. He is a first-round draft pick, a former Dallas Star. And uh, to this point in my life, still the only man that I've ever golfed with while he was barefooted. He is the great Brent Cron, making Just his return splits. to the show. Brent, good morning. How are you? Morning, team. I'm doing fantastic. What? I love playoff hockey. Yes, you do. do. You? Yeah. We, uh, it's good to talk to you. What, uh, how you been? I haven't seen you. I haven't heard from you. Nothing. No, you know, I've been super busy. I'm in lovely Lloydminster, uh, Alberta currently. Oh. Uh, I had to, uh, watch the game in foreign ter- enemy territory, if you will, last night. A lot of Oilers jerseys, a lot of jean jackets, a lot of mustaches, okay. a lot of sleeveless shirts. Watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, we, uh, bedazzled it, jeans. I, <laughs> it was, it was awesome, too. They were into it. And that first period, you know, everybody's kind of nervous in the restaurant. What's going to happen? How's Smitty going to respond? And then uh, the weather just kind of took right over, and that was the rest of the hockey game for the last yeah. two periods. What uh, What was the name of the establishment you were at? Well, I started at the Long Branch, because I am staying here at the Travel Lodge today, Dean. It's got two water slides and two? a hot tub wow. all for myself. Yeah, yeah, big one, too. It's actually massive. I went down there. I was the only one in it. Of course you were. And uh, took it for a test drive yeah. a couple times. Which Follow which up. which one's better? Which uh, water slide one or two? Uh, well, it depends how you label them. I think one's kind of the entry level one, so about a, mm-hmm. uh, you know it's a little bit lower to the ground, yeah, just so you don't yeah. get intimidated, you can warm yourself up. And then the one on the top, that's the one that you really want to go for. You get under your shoulder blades and your heels. Oh yeah, dig anyway, them in. Yep, and if you got a little bit of weight behind you too, it's a bit of a slow start, but you can't stop what's coming at the <laughs> end, right? And and the and the pool's got about you know. 30 feet less water in the in the in the pool yeah i was gonna say they'll fire the 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 garden hose in there today fill that back up (laughs) it's a good point you make and i'm glad you bring it up i don't think enough people do dig in you got to dig in you got to go heels and shoulder blades if you're you're talking about if you just number one if you sit up you you lose your privileges just get off (laughs) there's no need for you to be on the water slide whatsoever if you lay down that's fine but you need to you need to dig in you got to arc your back you got to get your heels and your shoulder blade, the tips of your shoulder blade, that can be the only four points of contact if you're going to do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Well, Dean, and, and friction is not your friend on a water slide, right? No. Like, you know, you've got to reduce the surface area. You've got to tuck in, like you said, and you just got to hope for the best. I always get worried when I hit those turns. Yeah. And it's an open-top water slide. I feel a lot more comfortable in a clo- enclosed tube because I always think I'm just going to get shot out at some point. And it uh, hasn't happened yet. I roll the dice every time, mm-hmm. but I tell you what, there's nothing that beats a good water slide. Boys, am I right? There is something about that uh, enclosed top where you're like, are they going to reroute this thing and I'm just going to go shooting into the parking lot in my suit here? Like, they could be really playing a mean trick on me. Leave the top <laughs> open, not worried. It's like a t-shirt cannon or something. Yeah, to go flying like where, where does this thing end? I don't trust this thing with, with the roof. 
Well, what, what do you guys think about closing your eyes on the water slide, too? Like, you ever do that? Like, you're kind of living dangerously, right? Like, you close your eyes. You don't know where you're going. You're going to swallow some water, right? Like, you don't know what's going on there, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I do. Now, West Ed Mall, we, we, we're not, it's not, we, we can't like anything Edmonton. That would be off brand. But I'll tell you what. They got some slides there. They got some water slides, and they go year-round there, Brent. <laughs> They're inside. In the right. winter. Inside. You tell me the Edmonton winter, you can go water sliding. Inside, in the mall. You can go shopping. You can go have yourself a Boston Brute. Head over to the water slides. Yeah. You can, whatever you want to do, you, you check can Check out do the it. sharks. You might, I'm just saying, Lloyd Minster to Calgary, if you don't turkey trail it, you can probably swing back <laughs> through E-Town there and uh, maybe splurge. You know, treat yourself with a night at the uh, at West Ed Mall. You go to those theme yeah. rooms. You could do like a Star Wars or May the 4th or just yesterday. Get in That's there, right, dude. Yeah. Let's go. Well, you know what? And to be honest, boys, every time I've been to the West Edmonton Mall, I've looked behind the glass longingly into the water park and wondered what would it, would it be like yeah. to be there. I've never been, but oh. having having this discussion, I don't think there's a whole lot of options here, fellas. I might have to make a quick little detour yeah. and go hop in the park. Yeah. Just don't tell your kids because they'll be heartbroken. If Dad well, you know, went I to the water park. The yesterday. I FaceTimed in the pool yesterday. Oh. Just so you know, I got back from school. What a great yeah. dad. You are a great, what a great dad. Dad of the year. <laughs> I said, hey, guys, yeah. there's something I need to tell you. Cannonball. <laughs> so, hey, kids, I'm, I'm here in Disneyland. Just wanted to see how your homework's going. Uh, everything all right at home? <laughs> oh, poor kid. Yeah, dad's into the box of red wine mm-hmm. here in Lloyd Minster, <laughs> living the high life. So... Yeah. Now, uh, let, let's let's talk some hockey game two tonight. Flames take game one. It felt like it was a lot of Flames, but despite that, a one nothing victory only. Flames have had, if you think back to the last time they played Dallas, they won game one. You go back to the Colorado series, they won game one. Things felt okay. Uh, how do you feel about this Flames iteration in this series after a game one win? Well, it feels different with this group, right? with Daryl behind the bench. I think getting that, that win right off the bat helps just confidence-wise, because it was an electric building like, like most NHL buildings, but Calgary's special. And to win that game and, and to, to win it by one goal and a close game, too, they came out with a lot of energy, and they just look like they're, they're kind of in control here. Markstrom only had 16 shots. I always get worried about guys that, uh, or goalies that only have a few shots in a game, but he looked solid to me from start to finish. That Jake Oettinger with Dallas, he was, he was pretty solid as well. Uh, but having said that, this team just feels different. They don't feel like they're... they're they, they, they have their identity. They're not looking to the next person to make the move. Every, every person on that team is confident, and they, they know what their role is. And, you know, having Lucic out there kind of rolling around, banging a few people up, and Kachuk getting in people's faces, and he's fighting raffle and having a good time out there. Guys are smiling, having a good time. It was intense. But it looks like they're comfortable here. They're, they're, they want to be here, and they know what they're doing. And, and that first game, you know, you just got to get that first game out of the way. They got the win, and now, you know, it's on to the next one game at a time. But I, I have a lot of confidence in this team moving forward. I really do. The more I think about um, you as a black ace back in 04, if I'm, if I'm getting all the timelines right, is, like, mm-hmm. how terrified you must have been of Daryl Sutter. He didn't talk to me. You know, my job was basically, I, I, get to, I talked to the goalie coach, and he's like, you can, like, that was the year, too, where I, would, I was on the ice practicing with the team. So, you know, Kipper would take what he needed, and then he'd get off the ice, and I'd get headshots for the rest of the rest of practice. Yeah. and. I work on backdoor one-timers with, uh, you know, with Dion Phaneuf and Christoph Oliwal just wiring them in my face. (laughs) Yeah, but, uh, uh, you know, all all my job was is to just not be seen, not be noticed, don't get in the way, don't be a distraction, just get in net. The only time Daryl did talk to me was uh, in the Stanley Cup final when they, when Happy Bullen was playing goals, like, you got to try and, 
you know, he wanted me to kind of play, study Javi Blue, and then watch how he played, and then play like that in practice. So, so the guys would, you know, I, I'm not that guy. I was never Javi Blue, and if I was playing like Javi Blue, and I'd be in the Tampa Bay net, but I didn't do a very good Javi Blue impression. But that's it. Stayed out of the way. Didn't do much. Didn't. Uh, didn't cause any distractions except be one of the best practice players out there. That's all. So very terrified. That's so terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? And I, I remember sitting there too. Like the first first game I got called my my roommate for the first uh, first uh, series was Chris Simon, and I get in, and uh, and I'm just terrified. There's nobody in the room, and I'm I'm just I've had a long day of travel, and I'm just kind of you know wetting myself, and didn't want to sleep in the wrong bed, didn't want to upset the veteran, and. Anyway, I fell asleep in one of the office chairs because I was too scared to grab a bed. And the next morning, I get up and go for breakfast. And Chris Simon kind of puts his giant beer paws on my shoulder. Never met the guy. And he's like, Croner, he says, you know what, man? You had a long trip yesterday. He says, I don't sleep well at night. So, I, you know, we just gave you your own room just so you could sleep. And, like, what a great guy. And now yeah. you have all this you know, mental makeup of how it's going to go. Daryl was great to me. I wasn't playing, so he didn't have to be hard on me. Just get out there, practice hard. Don't say, a couple, don't, don't say anything. You just stop the puck. You didn't play, eh? Hmm. No, shocking, I know. They had a guy named Kippersoff there that that, uh, really was just really making a name for himself. And of all the things that we remember about 04, I didn't think we'd be able to pin some blame on you for not being Habi Bulin esque enough in practice. <laughs> you should have studied harder. Like I, I you can't just look, take notes, break down the video. One, one more game in game seven might have been the difference, you know? Come on. Right, right. I did I, I grew up watching when he was with the Winnipeg Jets too, right? I should have known better. I have some history with him. I should have been better. I will shoulder some of that blame. Did you see the performance put up by David Riddick the other night? <laughs> not, not surprising. He just—he he looks lost. As soon as Saros went down, you were just—you were just—you just knew that that it was going to be a tough start for him. I mean, now he is a—I mean, albeit I've never been a big fan of his. He is a battler, but he—he's so hot and cold, and he's an emotional goaltender. And just getting lit up like that in the first period of the first 13 minutes, there's four goals in on you in a building like that. I don't know if he can recover. I think they might even start Connor Ingram tonight. I don't know, I don't know who the starters are today, but you, I don't know if you can go back to him right now. I don't know. I, no. I'm not surprised by it at all. you got to go to the Ingdog, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, John Hines, what was he going to say about Riddick? He tried to be <laughs> as glowing as he could about Ingram post-game. Oh, no, we liked what we saw out of him and uh, put him in a tough spot there and this and that. I Honestly, I, I wonder if it is Ingram. Goodness, I... You go back ten days, and the spot that they they had the uh, driver's seat for that first wild card, going to avoid Colorado for nothing. Saros is playing, everything's fine, and now it's Connor Ingram time, and you got absolutely shelled in game one. This one feels like uh, how how did they get it to four games, let alone beyond four games? Is kind of how this one feels. No, oh, and, and can you can imagine just being Nashville showing up to the rink too. You know, it's, it's the longest games right now because they, they don't know if their goaltender is going to make a save. Colorado was so dynamic. And then you have Darcy Kemper at the back end, too, who's a solid goaltender. They're not going to get much from him as long as he stays healthy. Like, this, this series is always over before it started. They needed – Nashville needed Saros, and, and uh, I don't, Ingram and, and Riddick are, are, are not the answer for this team. I feel – honestly, I feel, I feel bad for the Predators right now. You reach out to Mike Smith there. He ended a personal 10-game losing streak in the playoffs. I figured if anyone had some expertise on 10-game skids, I mean, did, was that you or did someone else reach out? Well, he called me, right? And, uh, and he, was, he was just looking for some direction, I think, before going into game, game two there, right? And usually my skids were, were, were winning streaks, not skids. They're, right. They're, they're, they're a pender. Uh, but it, it was crazy. You know, he, he played a, what, an okay first game in game one. He was, he was solid. And it's, he's such a polarizing player, like, he irritates me. He bothers me. You know, he's, he's one of those goaltenders that can make the simplest thing look nearly impossible. 
and he's had one hell of a career. So you go out there and you talk to the average Oilers fan or when he was with the Flames, and you think, well, you know, that puck-playing ability of his is unbelievable. You know, he, yes, he does make mistakes, but he makes up for them, and that's in an 82-game season. And then you put him into playoffs, and it's 3-3, and he just, he just rolls that right up the gut. And then everybody's just falling apart and, and, and losing it, including myself. When I saw that, I was like, what the hell are you thinking? Like, right up the – it's 3-3, five minutes left, and you're going to go up the middle? Like, give your head a shake, man. Like, what is wrong with you? And then, you know, obviously, Quick was playing lights out, too. And then last night's game, he got off to a bit of a rocky start, though, too. There was a, there, that first period, there was L.A.'s to capitalize on some – Mike was, was inside, trapped inside his own head there a little bit, right? Where, you know, there's a few shots from distance that were going through where he was trying to find them. Rebounds weren't good. He wasn't clean in making his saves. And then Edmonton gets their first goal, and then they're on a roll. And now all of a sudden, the, the headline reads Mike Smith, 30 safe shutout, leads the Oilers back to a 6 nothing defeat. You know, it, it's, it's just uh, one of those where you don't know which goaltender you're going to get. Thought he weathered it well. He's got a lot of firepower. But he is tough to watch. If you're an Oilers fan, you're cringing every single time the puck comes close to him. I'm okay with it. I, I don't mind it at all. And it's good. Hey, get the show. That's perfect because now no one's talking about the goaltending until it takes a dump in game three or four and then it becomes the main focus again. It's it's the roller coaster ride. I love every minute of it. It's awesome. <laughs> now, going back to Tuesday, we saw an amazing performance in New York. Igor Shesterkin, 83 shots on net. Oh Louis God. Domingue comes in in, what, the third overtime ice cold uh, both performances pretty impressive. Which one impressed you more, Domingue coming in and getting a win despite eating spicy pork in the intermission, or Shesterkin firing out uh, 79 saves? Domingue, 100% Domingue, because you know what? Shesterkin's been lights out all season long. He has been un- he's been the best player for the Rangers and enabled them to be in the spot that they're in. You knew he was going to be great. 83 saves is not a, nothing to, to laugh at. He was, he was phenomenal. But, you know, you're sitting on the bench for five periods in New York. I mean, Louis Dominguez is a backup at best. He's been a journeyman guy. He's just kind of there filling spots because Tristan Jari ain't there too, right? And Casey DeSmith played, played really well. And then you roll into the sixth over, or whatever, third overtime, and you, you got to make 17 saves. Like, it's not like they just scored right away. He had to make, and he had to make some good ones. And, he, and it's like, what do you have to lose when you go? And I admire his, 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 his mentality because he's just, you see him on the bench. His eyes are just wide open. Like, what? He's leaving? Oh, my God. I can't even imagine coming into that situation. And he just went in and he owned it. He had fun. You could see he was enjoying himself out there. He was making good saves. He was nervous, but he didn't look nervous. And then, obviously, it's a rallying point for the Penguins, too, because they were so happy for him afterward. But that's definitely, definitely Domingue over, over Shesterkin last night. He stole, or the other night, he stole the show. Well, and I was going to ask you, in your career, kind of two things. What was, what was the longest game, most saves, how many overtimes, that sort of a thing? What was the longest game you were a part of? And I guess the secondary one, how caught off guard were you ever as a backup or not playing and then thrust into action in a moment's notice? <laughs> well, I think being my backup in the, in, the, in the American League for a little while, I think it forced a lot. Like I played Curtis McElhinney played behind me for a bit, and I just played as Andre Pavlik and a bunch of guys where I was injured all the time. And they could, you know, Matt Climby guys, they would... I, I would be injured at a moment's notice, and they just have to go in. Richard yeah. Bachman's like, boom. They would see me, and they're like, how are you feeling today? They knew every time Kron was starting, especially towards the end of my career, my knee was just a, you know, a big balloon. Mm-hmm. And I could go down and warm up. I could go down going for a walk down the street. They didn't even – they didn't even they, just, they were just ready to play every night. But for me, you know, being on the bench, it was almost worse because I hated not being in control or, or not knowing what was going on. You tried to relax because, you know, a guy can get injured no matter what, whenever, and you just got to be ready to go. Uh, but but the longest overtime game I played is in the American League in uh, round two against Chicago Wolves. Uh, we lost 
3-2, I think it was. It was like probably the last two minutes in the second overtime. And overtime, playoff overtime, is the best. Because it's just like playing river hockey. The glass goal wins, you're just out there having fun, and it can go on and on and on. But, yeah, second overtime, I've won a couple. And I've lost a couple, but uh, two overtimes is my is, is, is where I tap out, boys. He's like a hungrier anti Ranta. You just were waiting for the injury to happen. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Right. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I did, and uh, Louis Domingue comes in. He noted that uh, he wasn't expecting to play. Loaded up, spicy pork and broccoli. I mean, if there's a goalie that's played with heartburn, I think you got to be way up in the power rankings. What was the worst meal you had to play through? Well, you know, it was a quarter pounder. It wasn't a bad meal, actually. It was great. I was struggling. I was starting that night, too. And I couldn't really, you know, sticking with the routine, the routine of, you know, the chicken and the pasta and all that stuff, it wasn't working for me. Oh, yeah. So I just figured, you know what? Hey, man, listen, why don't you go in with a little bit of guilt? Why don't you load up on the quarter pounder and the Diet Coke and the you know, large fry with some sweet and sour sauce and just let that uh, grease dribble down your chin and get ready for the hockey game yeah. tonight? And anyway, it really, it really reset the mind, boys. I'll tell you that. I went in like, you know what? I just ate McDonald's. Watch the nobody knew about it, right? Just looking people in the eye like I'm living on the edge here. Watch this performance. Didn't really get me back on track, but it was it was quite fun nonetheless. And you and your knees started to fail you as the career went Shocking, on. Shocking, eh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which surgery yeah. was it? The sixth or seventh that got you? Well, it was the third, I believe. That really was the third where things kind of started going downhill, right? Uh, it was tough. Um, got to it got to the point there where you know I kind of lost track. Sometimes I'd go in for surgery. Sometimes it would just be. You know, uh, a, a couple week rehab or a month rehab. Because we really don't want to go back into the knife again. And then I started having hip flexor issues. And so, really, the lower half of the body was just getting. You know, I, I was too. I was in shape, though, boys. Like, don't get me wrong. I was in shape. But, uh, yeah, my, my, my body couldn't keep up to the pace that I, I needed to play at. And are you still the flexibility? You still got it? Sit and reach, champ. You know what? I tell you what, I don't have to stretch a day of my life and I can still do the splits. And I'm still, like, bouncing around. It's crazy. I don't know what it is. There's something wrong. I don't know. Don't want to find out. And people who don't but listen, haven't listened to the show, he's not lying. He, he can is, do the splits. He is, how tall are you? Six foot four and a quarter. Six four and a quarter, and he can drop down and give you the splitters <laughs> in a moment's notice. You're in the mall, coffee shop. You're at uh, Bran- Brannigan's in uh, Lloydminster having some yes. uh, potato skins. Hey, can you do the splits? Yep. Boop. There it is. Party trick. <laughs> you know, the only thing that might get in the way is my attire. If I'm wearing dress pants, it doesn't have quite the give. Yeah, yeah. As a nice, right. re- as a nice relaxed jean does. But <laughs> I tell you what, as, as you carry on throughout the evening, it really don't matter. You like to relax, eh? That's, yeah. That's the, the relaxed fit. Not the yeah. slim fit? No. <laughs> the relaxed fit. Hey, I, so, we shop at the same store, buddy. The, don't o- feel the only visual is better than Kron just dropping into the splits and dress pants <laughs> is him golfing with no shoes on on a tee box, waiting for the group to clear out off the fairway or the green in front, and just dropping into the splits to kill time to entertain people. <laughs> Which has been known to happen. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, buddy, I know you've got some high-level meetings uh, up there, and you gotta you got to get going, but it's good to catch up with you. I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm a very important guy today, guys. You know, I'm, i got one minute to make it to the Ricky's All-Day Grill for breakfast here, and I'm still at the Travel Lodge, boys, so i got to get, I gotta get right. moseying on. I, go, I always go with the uh, sausage pierogi platter at Ricky's. It's never steered me wrong. Teresa Bowl for this guy. All right. Oh, I like that order. Yeah. Bye, Cron. See you, boys. There he is. Brent Cron, former star, former flame, tremendous analysis. Who better? Well, I mean, I'm sure there are some. There's been some players who have played on both sides, but none more memorable. I would suggest. 
how many guys can you bring on that when you ask about a playoff hockey game? I mean, he's actually been in the building for one. Like, how many guys do you think? I just don't like the amount of abuse that, what are you talking that about? Brent Cron takes on this radio station. He's a wonderful he's guy. He's been to the games, Dean. He's one of my favorite humans ever. And I just feel like he gets a bit he's of a rough practiced ride. in the playoffs. See, that sounds like a kind of a backhanded. I'm defending him from these attacks from you. Hmm. From from me. That's right. Yeah, okay. Why do you hate Brent Cron? Love Brent Cron. Love Brent Cron. Uh, we got some stuff to do next hour. You got stuff to do? I got a treat for you, <laughs> the listener, and you, uh, you bit all and you too, Duma, I guess. But Aww, certainly thanks. for 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 you, Pinder. Mm. Um, it looks as though Louis Domingue is going to be the Game 2 starter. Frank no, Saravelli from uh, Daily Faceoff. All signs point to Louis Domingue starting Game 2 for the Penguins, likely backed up by Alex Diorio. Love Oreos. Seems unlikely Casey DeSmith groin will be available again versus the Rangers. Progress, Tristan Jari, foot fracture, is out of his walking boot, rehabbing, and possible to return later in Round 1. Also, Ricard Raquel... Ricky Rocket, what do you call him? Ricky Rocks. Likely out for game two, mm. what appears to be a concussion from the Lindgren hit in game one. So I it's hit. a Deming start and a Raquel sit. Let's see how quickly I can hammer the single team total over Rangers. Team two, goal total uh-huh. over three and a half. Right. Oh, yeah. There we go. Regular time? Yeah, we're not afraid. I actually had a quite the meal in between the first and the second overtime i didn't expect going in but maybe it sustained my energy so uh, it was it was cool though it was cool to be part of that you say quite the meal what was it you know some spicy pork and uh, broccoli probably enough do you, do you eat pork do you eat a lot of pork i wouldn't say a lot it'd be down it's, it's around yeah yeah pork don't doesn't go well with me i don't i don't like the idea of like hey let's just here's a huge slab of pork but if, you know, you mix it around and hide it and stuff, I'm fine with it. Here's the thing. Pulled pork, love it. Yeah, exactly, right? Right. Uh, bacon, who doesn't? But in terms of the meal, I feel like the pork chop doesn't get enough credit. Doesn't. When done right. It is juicy if it's done right. You if, dry a pork chop, it's you may as well just chew on a pillow. Yeah, if you're going to your, your grocery store and you're buying those little, you know, they're thin and that, it doesn't stand a chance. What are you doing? Go to a place like... Go to Bonton Meats or go to a go to a repu- a place that knows what they're doing. Get them to <laughs> cut you some chops that have a decent thickness. Then there's a chance it's going to keep some of that moisture in it. Because it's if there's one thing about a pork chop you want, you want a moist pork chop. You do. You don't but want would, a dry chop. But I would say we're definitely a uh, poultry then beef then. It's going to be a dogfight for third between uh, fish, salmon, fish, and uh, and the pork. I've got disturbing news on that front. Mm-hmm. The tofu is climbing the power rankings. Oh, no. I know. What? I'm not like rindy loaf territory like Sound our boy Marty Rose. But, oh, um, boy. Oh, my gosh. Listen, Jeez. if you think it was my decision when we got here, you'd be mistaken. Uh, coming up, treat. more. Just when you thought you had all of the Louis Domingue updates that you could handle and we have more and uh, we'll get you ready for tonight's matchup game number two flames and stars this hour brought to you by spruce it up garden center your one-stop shop 
For the best plants, trees, pots, and decor, and greenest grass. Spruce it up, green it up, prune it up. They got you covered. Sportsnet 960, the fan.